We are on problem number six. Problem number six. If there is no waste, how many square yards of carpeting is needed to cover a rectangular floor that is 12 feet by 18 feet? So it's, I can just draw it like that. And it's 12 feet by 18 feet. And the trick here is they're not asking how many feet, they're asking how many square yards of carpeting. So the easiest thing to do really at this point is to convert the dimensions of the of the of the room to yards. And they tell us three feet make a yard. So eighteen yards, eighteen feet, that's the same thing as what? Divide by three and you get that's six yards. Six yards is eighteen feet. And what? You divide by three, you get four yards. I always find them the arithmetic the hardest part. Four yards is equal to twelve feet, right? Four times three is equal to twelve. So now this is a six by four, so six yards times four yards is equal to twenty-four square yards. And that's choice C. And and the mistake, if you got this wrong, you might have just well one, you might have multiplied twelve times eighteen and gotten a, a very large number and then said, Oh, that's the answer, but then your answer would have been in feet. Well then the other mistake you might have done is you might have multiplied twelve times eighteen. You might have done this, twelve times eighteen divided by three. Because you said, oh, well, three feet is equal to a yard. And that is a mistake because you're now converting square feet to square yards. And it's actually, there's three, there's actually, you should have divided by nine because there's actually nine square feet per square yard. Why is that? Because if I had, let's say this is a one square yard, right? That means it's going to be three feet on that side, three feet on that side. So it's actually nine square feet. So if you figured out the area in feet four first, you had to divide by nine, not by three. That probably was that's probably the most common mistake, assuming that you realize that you had to convert units. Next problem. Problem seven. A certain scale only registers weights that are greater than six pounds. Okay, fair enough. A person who wanted to know the weights of a puppy, a kitten, and a bunny, very cute, weighed them in pairs and got the following Results. Kitten plus bunny weighed seven pounds. So kitten plus bunny is seven. Kitten plus puppy is eight. Kitten plus puppy is equal to eight. And bunny plus puppy is nine. Bunny plus puppy is equal to nine. Very this is by far the cutest problem I've ever done. What is the weight of the puppy? So we want to solve for P. Well, if we're going to solve for p, the best thing we could do is we we want to use these two equations. But we have three. If we just look at these two equations, we have three unknowns with two equations. So let's use this equation to substitute into this equation. So let's say we want to replace this k. So we could use this top equation to say that k is equal to seven minus b, right? So if we substitute that into this equation, we'll get so let me just, this is 7 minus b. So we'll get 7 minus b. And I'm, I'm just rewriting this top equation. That's this. Plus p is equal to 8. And then this bottom equation still is, this bottom equation still is b plus p is equal to 9. I could add the 7 or subtract 7 from both sides right now, but I'm just going to actually add the equations because I like how these b's are going to cancel out. I get excited about canceling variables. So actually no, let me add let me subtract seven from both sides first. 
So if we take 7 from here, then this 8 becomes a 1, right? I just subtracted 7 from both sides. So negative b plus p is equal to 1. Now I just add these two equations. So what's minus b plus b? It's 0 plus p plus p is 2p is equal to 1 plus 9 is 10. 2p equals 10, p is equal to 5. Choice D, 5 pounds. That's how much the puppy weighs, which shows us the, the bunny weighs 2 pounds and the kitten weighs 3 pounds, which is, it looks like they actually thought about how much a puppy, a bunny, and a kitten would actually weigh, which, which I have to give them credit for. Next problem. Problem 8. On a blueprint, 1 fourth inch, 1 fourth inch represents 16 feet in real life. If a driveway is 40 feet long, what is its length in inches on the map? So a driveway, oh, let me just, that's a driveway, I don't know. I guess you know, that's my driveway. And it's 40 feet long. 40 feet long. So how many of these units is it going to be? How many units is it going to be? Well, actually, uh, right. Well, we could do it a bunch of different ways. We could say 1 fourth of an inch is equal to 16 feet. If we multiply both sides of this relationship by 4, you get 1 inch is equal to 64 feet. Right? 1 inch, I just multiplied both sides of this relationship by 4. So if you want to figure out how many inches this would represent, you would say, well, x is how many inches it would represent over 1 inch is equal to this length, 40 feet, over 64. Right? It's the same fraction. And of course, if you divide by 1, this, this cancels out. right? So you're left with x, which is its representation in inches, is equal to 40 over 64. Well, you can divide the top and the bottom by 8. So that becomes 5 over 8, right? 40 divided by 5, 64 divided by 8. x is equal to 5 eighths. And that is choice b. Next problem. There's a bunch of ways you could have done it. This is the way that, I don't know, occurred to me. Next problem, problem 9. In the xy coordinate system, p comma 0 is one of the points of intersection of the graphs. OK, so they're giving us two graphs y is equal to minus x squared plus 9. And the other graph is y is equal to x squared minus 9. If p is positive, p is positive, positive, what is the value of p? So they're saying that the coordinate where they intersect is p comma 0, right? So we want to figure out the x coordinate where they, where they um, intersect. So the easy way, you know, they're tempting you to add these equations and do all sorts of things. But we know that they intersect at the point y is equal to 0. They're telling us that. So we don't have to do all this fancy stuff. We don't have to figure out where they intersect. They tell us it intersects at y equals 0. So y equals 0, what's x in either of these situations? Well, let's, let's take the second equation. 0 is equal to x squared minus 9. Add 9 to both sides. Get x squared is equal to 9. I, added 9 and switched the sides. Then you get x is equal to plus or minus 3. And if you look, they tell us that if p is positive, what is the value of p? Well, it has to be plus 3 then. And that is choice A. And you could use the top equation. You could have said 
0 is equal to negative x squared plus 9, you'd have gotten the same thing. You'd have gotten x squared is equal to 9, x is equal to plus or minus 3. You'd have gotten the same thing, either way. Next problem. I don't know if I'm going to have time to do it in this video. I might have to do it in the next. Problem 10. The Smith Metal Company's old machine makes 300 volts per hour. 300, I'll call it B per H. Its new machine makes 450 volts per hour. 450 volts per hour. If both machines begin running at the same time, how many minutes will it take the two machines to make a total of 900 volts? So how many minutes? So let's say M for minutes. So the total number of volts they're going to produce, so bolts, 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 sorry. Bolts is going to be equal. So this is per hour, right? These are both per hour. So let's figure it out. Let, let's figure it out minutes, because they're asking us how many minutes will it take. So if you make 300 volts in an hour, you're going to make 1 60th that in a minute. So what's 1 60th of 300? Well, 300 divided by 60 is 5 volts per minute. And this one, what's 450 divided by 60? 450 divided by 60. Actually, I'm going to run out of time. I'm going to do this problem in the next video. I'll see you soon.